You're listening to the Engineering Edge Expansion Pack. I'm Professor Lucy Rogers, and this is the Expansion Pack for our Keeping Bees Buzzing episode. If you've not heard this already, get downloading. Head to designspark.com forward slash podcasts to hear it and the rest of Series 2. In this episode, I'll be showing you how I made my own version of the tech featured in the main episode. Today I'm making my own little beehive sensor, although it's not for a beehive, it's for a Lucy hive, it's for my house. I'm going to use Raspberry Pi, some mister, I'm going to use a 5 volt fan and a speaker and I'm going to get the thermistor, we'll have to go through an analog to digital converter, into the Pi, then using Node-RED software, when it reaches a certain level, it's going to trigger the fan on, and it's going to say a little bit of speech through the speaker. Because the beehive could speak to your phone, I'm actually gonna get this whole system to tweet, and it's gonna tweet out so I could be anywhere and find out the temperature of my house. Cool. Let's do this. So the electronics I've got is the Raspberry Pi. I've got a thermistor. I've got an MCP3008 chip. Uh, that's a analog to digital converter. And then I've got a transistor, a diode, and a couple more resistors to make my Thingatron which is an open collector driver. So that allows my Pi, which is 3.3 volts, to trigger and turn on the fan, which is a five volt fan. I've set up the Raspberry Pi with a brand new uh, download of the operating system. And I have installed the Node-RED software. I've put in the accompanying article, how I did that. I've got an MCP. I'm now going to start programming, but I've had to install into the menu the Twitter inputs and outputs, the analog to digital converter, and also eSpeak, um, which will let my Pi talk. So let me just start with the eSpeak. So eSpeak's not um, a node. I'm actually having to use an exec node for that. So I've got inject to exec node. And what shall I get it to say as a test? Change that to a string. Uh, so it's going to say, hello world. Lucy is fab. Someone's got to tell me. And then on the node, uh, I need to do command e speak. And I need to append the message payload, dash dash std out, pipe a play. Done, done, deploy. Hello world, losing it fab. Hello world, losing it fab. That doesn't sound right. Let's put some spaces in this. Let's change that to Lucy is fab. Deploy. And off we go. Inject. Hello world. Lucy is fabulous. <laughs> oh, there we go. 
Not again. Hello world, Lucy's fabulous. Lucy's fabulous. I'm going to get the fan working now. So I need my Thingatron, which is open collector driver. So that's allowing a signal from the Pi to open up effectively a switch that will then let five volts go to the fan. So it's a, a USB fan. So I need the Raspberry Pi GPIO out node. And I'm just going to start with an inject in. Let me have a go at the code. That was nice and simple. I can now click a button and the fan will turn on, like so. Click another button and it will turn off. Hey! On. Off. Cool. Now I'm going to have a go at setting up the Twitter bot so that when it's hot, it tweets, it is hot. And when it's cold, it tweets, it is not so hot. Um, I've got the Twitter nodes installed, so let's give this a go. Oofed. That was, that was hard work. Um, the, you need a Twitter developer account to start with, and then to get the credentials, it's a whole, whole load of faff. It used to be really simple, but nowadays it's faff. But it's possible, and you can do it. And I have written uh, a whole article about it now, uh, mainly so I could remember how to do it. So that, yeah, you can do that and set up your own Twitter bots. Obviously, terms and conditions apply, and please only do the ones that Twitter approve of. Otherwise, you might get your account suspended. I've been leaving the hardest part till last. Thermistor, resistor, MCP3008, analog to digital converter. I've got the data sheet to tell me which legs of the chip I need. I think I'm gonna have to read it. that wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Although I must admit that my breadboard does look a bit of a rat's nest. I've just used jumper wires to connect all the pins up and it's most of the legs, I think, down the, the right-hand side have actually connected somehow. They all go back to the pie. And then I've got the thermistor and the resistor. So the hardware wasn't too bad, but the software was a bit of a nightmare. So I've got the analog to the digital converter node but I've had to put a couple of functions in because the thermistor changes its resistance with the temperature. And the change in resistance means that a change in voltage is registered. So you need to work out what is the new voltage. From that, you can work backwards and work out what the resistance of that is at that time. From that, you can work out what the temperature is. And so now I can have a look and say, uh, what is the temperature in the house at the moment? I can just have a look and it tells me that in this room it is 21 degrees C and I've actually got a thermometer up on the wall and my thermometer on the wall says it's 20.5. So I'm quite happy with that. 
now I just need to link them all together. So let me select it to check the temperature every five seconds. It is hot. I am turning the fan on. It is time for an ice cream. It is hot. I am turning the fan on. It is time for an ice cream. It's so good it said it twice. Now if I put a check the temperature every five seconds. So if it's under 20, it's chilly. Done, deploy. It is hot. I am turning the fan on. It is time for an ice cream. It's always time for an ice cream. Hey, I've now got it all working. So it's all linked in together. I can force it by pressing. It is hot. I am turning the fan on. It is time for an ice cream. And then I can force it cold. It is chilly. I am turning the fan off. Put the kettle on. Oh. It is hot. I am turning the fan on. It is time for an ice cream. Uh, it is chilly. Again. I am turning the fan off. Put the kettle on. 